thank you once again for joining uh, me on this uh, adventure of the Salt City Sub Podcast. I'm your host, Ivan Cerveza. Today we actually have a, an awesome episode because I'm actually uh, actually flew across the country and I'm here in Orlando and I'm talking to Glenn of Ivan Hope Park Brewing Company. Glenn, how you doing? Good. How's it going? <laughs> I'm doing great, man. I've uh, I've been here for you know about 30 minutes or so, and uh, I'm sorry to cut your your lunch off, but I'm, I'm glad I made it, man. This is awesome. Yeah, I mean your name fits the brand, so it exactly. Works out. <laughs> I had to make it in. So, there you go. Um, luckily, my wife was awesome, and you know she's like, yeah, just go and get it done and hurry up. Nice. <laughs> so I was like, all right, cool. Um, but yeah, I mean I've been trying some of the I've tried two of your award-winning beers. Uh, the tender has been awesome and has been recommending some some good flavors so um you know i think it's a, a good good little brewery and i just want to know more about it you know since obviously i'm not from florida and i kind of ran across you guys on instagram what can you tell me about you know from your own perspective uh ivanhoe brewing what is ivanhoe brewing yeah so ivanhoe park brewing company has been open uh just under four years now uh so it is exciting that we do have some awards yeah. uh, for the beers that we have on tap right now uh, most recent, we got the bronze at World Beer Cup, which is just yeah, a huge, yep. you know, accomplishment. Um, earlier this year, 1915, our California Common that ended up taking out gold at the Florida level. So uh, it's been an exciting year, obviously coming out of COVID and you know opening back up. Um, we had a couple years before COVID to kind of get our feet wet, and then COVID hit, declined a little bit, but you know we're back on our feet, uh, rolling out. Uh, but the whole point of Ivanhoe Park is it was named after amusement park back in 1910. Mm -hmm. uh, so we do have pictures on the wall when you come in the tap room. You can see a toboggan slide. You can see Joyland was the name that they changed right. it to in 1915. Um, so it's just kind of cool Central Florida. When you yeah. think of Orlando, you think of Disney, you think yeah. of Universal. But there was ultimately an amusement park before all those called Ivanhoe Park. So we kind of pay homage to that brand. Um, some of our beers are named after Toboggan Blondale. Obviously, it was named after the Toboggan Slide. And our staple American IPA is Joyland. Yeah, I've seen was that renamed. one. Yeah. That's, that's pretty cool there. And that's things that you don't really, you know, <clears throat> with some of the, well, I'd say with most of the breweries, there's always something behind uh, the name or behind the brewery itself that ties it to the history of that local community. And sometimes it, it's like a micro community. And then me and my family have been driving down uh what is this uh, street here? Me, I think is that Main Street? Orange. Orange. Yeah, Orange Virginia. Yeah. 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 So you know, it's just kind of a, a cool little um, strip of uh, city. You have all these little shops. You have a park, and I just uh, was talking to my daughter, and she's like, "Oh, yeah, we went to the park, and there was a snapping turtle." And I was like, "You're lucky it wasn't an alligator." <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But she was she was excited, and that's cool that you know you guys do have some of those uh, beers named after and paying homage to to Joyland. That's awesome. Yeah, it's been fun kind of digging up that history. Um, I have a no village is the district that we're in with the shops. Uh, there's a food hall right down the street from us, two big apartment complexes that just came in. Um, so it's definitely a growing district that has been awesome to kind of see grow around us as we've only been open three to four years yeah. and so much has changed. Um, so even locally, some of the restaurants have jumped on that. There's a place called Russell's on the Lake. It's a restaurant yeah, over there. I've seen that, yeah. And it's named after George Russell, who was the owner of Ivanhoe Park. Oh, so nice. it's kind of fun. They opened up after us yeah. and thought it was a cool concept. <laughs> and then another restaurant called The Pinery, 
where pineries are like fields of pineapples. Yep. And George Russell, before he opened up Ivanhoe Park, owned a bunch of pineapple fields in the area. So and that's right across the right across the street from each other, right? Yeah, right over yeah. on the lake over there. I seen that, I was like, oh, what if that's to do with with pineapples? Yeah. So <laughs> that's the, cool. It's fun that George Russell was like the number one pineapple grower in the nation yeah. at one point. Here and in Florida. Yep. Oh, man, and nice. it was so popular. The pineapples were actually shipped to the the White House. Wow. because they wanted his pineapple yeah. so it's just like the most sought after pineapple which is just crazy <laughs> so, so I, I gotta ask do you guys have any pineapple beer or any pineapple infused beer yeah so we wanted to kind of work with that for yeah. the pinery and a couple other accounts the groves yeah. um, we've done a pineapple blonde called pineapple vibes so oh, nice. it is like our base beer the toboggan blonde but we yeah. do full batches of it where we actually infuse the pineapple into it in the secondary and into the bright tank of that so that's awesome now I know with the um, you know and again, I, you know, I have just no history here in Orlando. I've been here maybe once or twice to take my kids to, to Disney and Universal and, wow. and the big parks. Um, but what's the brewery scene like? What's the craft beer scene in Orlando uh, from your perspective? Yes, yeah, so I moved here from California in 2016. <laughs> okay, okay. So obviously the craft beer scene there is a lot different. I actually owned and operated a brewery out in California oh, as nice. well. Um, and then when I sold majority to Beachwood, ended up moving out here and starting this one up. Um, 2016, the consumer education of craft beer wasn't quite (laughs) where it is now um but it was just funny because i would meet people and be like hey let's go to 1010 brewing because they were open at the time they're like wait they brew their own beer and like it's just a weird concept i'm like (laughs) in california like people would go down the darkest alley (laughs) just to find that cool new brewery so it was different but you know now six years later i feel like people are more into it it's definitely a lot more opening up there was about 16 or 17 when i first moved here now we're still at about 30 so it's not too many but it's still enough to kind of like we collaborate we educate we have a central florida ale trail so people kind of bounce around and check out each one and we all do like our own unique fun events that you know not only award-winning beer but you know driving there for family day or dog day or you know something that kind of drives the traffic to enjoy the award-winning beer while being slightly you know entertained yeah then being part of like the community yeah which is I think that separates, in, in a sense, and to a point, a, a brewery from like a bar. You know, obviously, there's bars sometimes within a community. They're like, oh yeah, you know, that's where so and so goes and stuff. But you know, with the brewery, it's a, uh, and I find this more common than I is. Usually, you can pop in there and talk to like the master brewer or the business owner, and they're more than welcome to sit down with you and you know record a podcast with somebody from across the country and try some beers, you know? Yep. And um, I think that gives uh, breweries uh, that communal feel or the communal feel, yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's kind of fun to to represent your your local area. Like I'm, I'm very, I push, I'm a homer, I push Salt Lake City beer because nobody thinks you know, we have high point beer, good tasting beer. And um, so it's cool that you guys are in Orlando in a sense, it's kind of in that same aspect where it's an upcoming brewery scene and craft beer scene. Obviously California is kind of like the elephant in the room. It's just a massive player. And uh, I talked to a lot of people online and they're just, you know, there's so many beer releases in California per week. I'm just like, all right, cool. Here, this is what I got from my city and stuff. But, um, do you guys have you said you guys collaborate with some other breweries do you guys have you know like special releases that kind of have built-in audiences you know with that growth 
Yeah, we've done like Intracoastal has done a few yes. with us. Um, Bowegans down the road have done a few with us. We've actually, when we first opened, Ten Ten's literally a hundred yards down the road from us, and they gave us some of their brown ale so we could make a firkin because we were up and running, but yeah. we didn't really have much beer around, and we wanted to do like a firkin tapping as like a ribbon cutting with the mayor. Yeah. So when the mayor came out, we actually used Ten Ten's brown ale as part <laughs> of our uh, promotion for it, and you know that just kind of was part of the community he's you know didn't even charge us he's like yeah, yeah 13 gallons whatever oh, like awesome. i pulled off my system yeah um but yeah we've done a lot of cool collaborations that have caught on and i think um we're doing something for american craft beer week coming up with a few of the local breweries yeah it's almost like a passport where you get a stamp at each one and we'll give a growler or a oh, prize nice. away at the end of it so awesome. it's just kind of that same thing not only community but beer community that kind of helps us all drive traffic and make yeah. it you know fun for people and then you know as a as a whole how is florida you know how is the florida beer because i know a few breweries but i just don't know what the scene is like you know in comparison to because florida's a pretty massive state it's a really populated and densely populated in the metro areas and stuff so you know i'm assuming there's good craft beer all over the state i just you know i don't know <laughs> yeah i would say tampa's been a pretty big mecca tampa. for a while miami's been making some noise lately yeah. um jacksonville has some great stuff so nice. each city has its own uniqueness i think you know central florida was quiet yeah. up until 2016 you know we had the handful of breweries that were here um, but you know, Florida best beer, I feel like is the most competitive, uh, beer competition in the state. Yeah. And when I first came out in 16, I don't think anybody from central Florida, I don't know if they didn't enter, but they didn't win. So 18, 19, 20, like, you know, a lot of these smaller breweries were coming out of the woodwork, you know, taking home medals and hardware. So it's kind of put us on the map. I know, you know, we have Facebook forums that we kind of watch and monitor. And it was funny. It used to be everybody sending people to Tampa when they flew into Orlando. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're like, man, that's a 50 minute yeah, drive without traffic. That, keep that here. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, there's been good breweries, Ellipsis, Rock Pit, yeah. Tactical, Sideward. I mean, I could just list, you know, in the past five years, all these new breweries that have opened. And, you know, it is you know, a more competitive market, obviously, yeah. to collaborate, yeah. but, you know, you can't just be, you know, brewing good beer. You have to have decent marketing. You have to do fun community-driven events and, you know, kind of make waves in the industry to stand out and almost survive at this point. Yeah, so. and it's, uh, <clears throat> like how you said, it, it is competitive and you do collaborate, but, yeah, the ones that really kind of do, I would say, do stick around or are successful is, yes, you have to do everything good you know you have to obviously have good beer have you know a, a good tap room with a with a great environment and then be active in the community or be active even on online and kind of and it's got to be tough you know because most local breweries are, are small business owners you know that are doing it for the passion of, of craft beer because <laughs> yeah. they're you know beer lovers but also you know you guys are also business owners and entrepreneurs and you guys are taking a risk and uh you know for me i you know i salute all you guys and i'm glad i'm i'm here and every time i record or do something in, in a tap room it's just uh, i'm kind of in awe that uh, people do take that risk because it's got to be scary 
Yeah. You know? Yeah, there's a lot too. And I feel like I, my first brewery, I mean, I want to say it was as successful as it could be. <laughs> it was me and my dad put our money in. We got a big SBA loan. So I was paying the bank way more than I was paying myself. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't think I got any money out of it until we eventually, you know, kind of exited and Beachwood gave us a nice offer, offer yeah. and, you know, portion of equity in that. And so, you know, I learned a lot of lessons coming into this. And I think that helped out with the second one. Yeah. You know, they always say, whatever you think you need to raise, raise double that. Yeah. <laughs> it's so true. And then you don't know that until you've actually maybe you've done it. Like you said, you know, that yeah. first that first one, you're just like, I'm not making any money. And hopefully you learned something from that. And now you're, uh, you know, having a little bit more success. Yep. And um, yeah, the past four or five years, even in Salt Lake City, there's been, I'd say, at least a dozen or more breweries that have opened. Yeah. And some have even opened in, in during the pandemic. Yeah. And, you know, luckily they're they're all doing fine. None of, none of them have closed. I think maybe one is closed. But by most part, they've all, they're all survived. They've all survived. And uh, they're, you know, they're pretty successful. Yeah. And I don't know. If, what do you think that has to do with the size of the business or that they're just that they have a good business model? Or, you know, what do you attribute them still being around? Because a lot of businesses did, did you know, close shop. Yeah, I think during COVID, the community really came together. Like, luckily, we kind of, you know, built a little bit of a brand for ourselves yeah. the first two years right before COVID hit. Um, so the community knew of us and the craft beer community even yeah. was even bigger about supporting. I mean. I would see pictures on social media of craft beer bloggers that had, you know, five fridges full nice. of beer because they were buying more beer than they could <laughs> yeah, drink yeah, just yeah. because they wanted to go and support yeah. them by that four pack. Um, I think, you know, a lot of everybody hates the word pivot, but that's kind of what everybody did. Yeah. I mean, you saw canning lines going out the door yeah. at a quick rate because you needed to be able to sell exactly. your beer to go. You couldn't have on premise anymore. So luckily we had a canning line and that kind of helped us get through it. Um, but I mean, people's crawler machines were going 24 <laughs> seven, I felt like, and you know, that's just what you had to do. And luckily a lot of the craft beer community came together and I mean, they even had their friends and family come and support and, you know, we all had to kind of make changes in what we did obviously, but I feel like coming out of it now, people are more, you know, apt to come to a yeah. brewery and support it. Cause they see that small yeah. business local and, even beer buyers now at the parks like i feel like epcot's been more open to picking us up because oh, nice. when COVID hit a lot of the bigger breweries weren't supplying beer because yeah. they kind of cut operations so epcot needed beer so they brought us in they gave us four placements which that's is huge awesome, for food man. and wine that's cool and you know now we're on their radar because we kept up with it you know that's their biggest fear is like a small brewery comes in you know they buy almost 150 half barrels over the five month period so it's, you know, tough to keep up with, but we made sure like all yeah. four of those brands are priority. Let's make sure we get it out yeah. there. Um, so I think that's only helped us on the other side coming out of it is like we've proven ourselves yeah. and now, you know, beer places are more apt to like, give us that chance and, you know, take on the brand and, um, you know, kind of support us as a local because yeah. we were going to need lunch there. They had no tourism. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, who was supporting you that whole yeah. time? It was us because we wanted you to be around so that we could, you know, eventually yeah. turn around and be yeah. right back at it. That's cool, man. So, I mean, you have Epcot and I would say Disney <laughs> in kind of your back pocket and that's got to be kind of reassuring to you as a brewer and as a brewery uh, or a brewery, you know, we have kind of a, a micro history of chatting online, but you know, your brewery here, you know, has that, you know, reputation now that, oh man, like, who are these guys? People coming out of town and you start getting your name out there via, 
someone getting something from the tap at a, at a Disney park, man. Yeah. So it's got to be reassuring to you saying we are doing something right here. Yeah. You know, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's exciting. So tell me about this award-winning Pilsner. I know you had mentioned earlier, this one's a really good one. Yeah, so Park Hopper Pilsner is actually one of our four core beers. Um, we do offer it in our boxcar variety pack. It does really well. Um, we have one gold for Florida Best Beer, which I mentioned was like the most competitive yeah. in the state. And then we won bronze at the uh, U.S. Beer Championship Open, so oh, at the nice. national level. Um, our head brewer is Amanda Maley. She came from Red Cypress. She's been just, if she could have a lager house and that's all she brewed, that's what she wants to brew. <laughs> hey, that's where I would be because I love lagers. You know? Exactly. <laughs> uh, but Park Hopper is a fun one. The name comes from the fact that, you know, we do have local parks that we want you to enjoy this. I mean, legally. Um, yeah. But like Baldwin Park, Audubon Park, Winter Park, there's so many different parks in the area. But it's also kind of like Park Hopper was the ticket that they used to have at Disney or nice. Universal yep. where you can yeah, bounce around do, the yep. parks. Exactly, <laughs> so it's kind of a fun twist on the words, but it's more so like we want to, you know, give respect to the local main streets yeah. that all have park in their name because it is a cool place to kind of enjoy, you know, 5% easy drinking Pilsner. Yeah, that's awesome, out, man. Out it, out it, is, it is easy drinking. And I know I'm just, you know, we're inside right now, but you have some patrons here outside in your uh, patio and yeah. the wind's blowing, the hot, uh, hot sun's kind of shining and it's just Florida weather, man. Yeah, join a beer in the hot sun. <laughs> you got to have the, the crushable beers, man. Exactly. And exactly. Um, so a lot of people from Utah in general and Salt Lake City, they we end up going to like Disneyland in California, but a lot of people also come out here to, to Orlando, you know, so for people that are, you know, going to be coming down, whether it's in a month or in six months, or if they end up listening to the podcast and they just want a brewery hop and where could they find you? What's the address you're at? Uh, I yeah, so we're at 1300 Alden Road in Orlando, Florida. You can check out our social media, yep. Ivanhoe Park Brew. Uh, our website's up, pretty active. Um, but yeah, I mean, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, we're, you know, posting daily on there. Exactly. What's new? Yeah, see, you guys are pretty got. active on it, which is awesome. Yeah, we like to get the content out. We always do fun events here. We have a food fair every second Saturday, which does really well, where we invite 10 food trucks out. Awesome. And it's a different theme, like barbecue or Asian food, and they all do like different inspired themed foods. So um, we pack the house on that one where we shut down the parking lot, and it's kind of a fun day to just come out and try a ton yeah. of different food. And we usually have good beer pairings that we kind of set up for it as well yeah. to educate on that. So like you don't want to have like a, and I know I have people that listen to the podcast that are huge style fans, but you probably don't want to have a style with some fish tacos you know exactly exactly <laughs> yeah or maybe you do and then maybe that's your thing but yeah, you know. <laughs> exactly. uh but yeah man definitely go and give them a follow if you're listening we definitely appreciate it this episode is a little different i don't have my traditional recording equipment but we're on location which we always try to do on the podcast is go into the tap room try some beers learn about the brewery talk to uh you know the the people that are passionate just as, as i am about craft beer and uh, I'm glad that I'm able to do this. And I had the time to come in to to Ivanhoe Park Brewing and uh, taste some of the craft, the award-winning craft, and uh, chat with uh, Glenn. You yeah. know, I think it was a, uh, I think it's a cool, cool little space. You know, I, every time I go to a different brewery, whether it's in Salt Lake or or somewhere else, it's just like you don't know what to expect because yeah. they're all they're all a little different and they're all set up uh, a little different. But I do like the bar here. You know, I would say. You know, in a quick explainer, it, give the people a visual, you know, obviously they're probably going to follow you on Instagram. Yeah. But give them a, a, a audio 
you know, visual of, of what they can expect once they come in through the doors. Yeah, so uh, as you mentioned, our bar, we have the horseshoe shape. Uh, we really wanted that design in there. It was kind of a pain to make it happen, but <laughs> yeah. we like that aspect of, you know, you can look up, look across the bar, because it's yeah. that community, like craft beer people are coming out to hang out and have a good time exactly. and meet other people. So you, we're sitting at one of our big communal tables for 10 people, but you get a couple parties of four, and all of a sudden you got new friends being so made. Do, and, yeah new stories being told um a lot of the woodwork you know we have the true reclaimed wood that we brought in from pennsylvania uh so at one point it used to be a school a church you know that was torn down properly and it's just kind of we wanted to have that feel of like ivanhoe park back yeah. in 1910 yeah. you know looking like the bathhouse uh the metal the maritime kind of boat cleats that are on the flight boards are pretty cool aspects and I think that's just we want you to feel like you're going back in time and enjoying, you know, time on the lake. It does. It has like that cabin-y feel, you know, like yeah. that cabin feel, which is pretty cool. And that's awesome that the wood is all reclaimed. Yep. Now, one cool thing that I have seen in here that I probably haven't seen in any, any other brewery is you have some sound uh, diffusing panels. Yeah. I don't think I don't think I've seen that anywhere. And then you also have some light array audio equipment over here. Yeah. You know, you know, my background's in like uh, audio sales, pro audio sales. So yep. all this stuff is like familiar to me and that's pretty cool to see yeah so when we first opened i mean you can see the walls are brick the floor is concrete yeah, it's so sound it's bounce. bad yeah. like even like when it's half full in here you can't yeah. hear what people are talking yeah. about but the sound panels have helped out yeah. and i mean we do a lot of big events that go into the parking lot and shut down and we want to be able to like mc or at least let people know what's going on so yeah. we've kind of put in a nice speaker system to have access to that and really i mean if you're kind of just you know having a beer you don't even really see them and they're kind of but then if you do look up they kind of add to that aesthetic you yep. know uh, just kind of a, a cool hit place with a reclaimed wood with a horseshoe bar and then you have your taps there to the you know to the north of the entrance which is which is cool so yeah cool place if you guys are ever in orlando you guys are coming down for vacation like i am stop in support have a beer uh talk to the you know to the tender night didn't even get his name, but he was really helpful and, you know, recommending some of the beer. And that's what, a, you know, I'd say that's one thing that I always look for is how the beer tender kind of treats you and say, hey, what do you like? You know, what do you like to taste? You want to try something different? And then he's like, look, we want to win an award for this one and an award for this one. Try this one and then I'll give you a mystery one. He gave me a mystery one and it was, it was delicious. <laughs> that's awesome. So, you know, hopefully uh, you guys are treating them well because they treated me well. So that's awesome. But yeah, uh, just to wrap up this uh, quick interview. And now again, thank you for taking the time. Uh, I, I probably cut your lunch off a little short, but thank you for uh, sitting down with me and allowing me to record in your tap room here and yeah thank you for listening to the salt city suds podcast we are here uh, live recording in the tap room at ivanhoe park brewing company if, like i said if you ever have the time definitely make it down enjoy some award-winning craft beer and enjoy florida cool <laughs> cheers. all right cheers thank you